How does two first-rounders from the Missouri defense in the NFL sound? Well, let's talk about Darius Robinson and all the rave reviews of the former Tigers right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso, and quite honestly, one rather bummed out Missouri basketball fan, and yes, I'm going to get to basketball eventually, but I got to start with football, and I also have to start with FanDuel, because it is Super Bowl, it's that time of year, and I also got to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more, new customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. And really just a ton of rave reviews coming out of Mobile, Alabama. The Senior Bowl practices have been happening. And yeah, you can even watch them live on the NFL Network, which surprisingly to me anyway, was was pretty good television to watch while I was chowing down my BLT at lunch. Let's put it that way. But Darius Robinson in particular, I think, turned a lot of heads at these senior bowl practices. Jim Nagy, who's a longtime NFL scout, also the brother of Matt Nagy, currently the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. Well, Jim said on Twitter yesterday, buy stock in Mizzou's Darius Robinson immediately. Oh, you know how I love a good stock tip. But he continues here, if I shared the player comp one of his American squad coaches gave me last night, it would change a lot of these first-round mocks you're seeing right now, and that's just after practice day one. And Jordan Reed of ESPN saying similar things that he basically thinks Darius Robinson might well could be a first-round pick in the NFL draft this coming spring. So that's really exciting news for Missouri and this whole program, of course. Darius Robinson obviously just seems like you know, a guy obviously has been around here for multiple seasons at this point, five, six years even maybe. I, I lose track w with the COVID year at this point. But Robinson just seems like one of the good guys for sure of the Mizzou football program over the last a few years or so. And no question that Chris Abrams' drain impressed a lot of people yesterday as well. I saw a stat that said he posted actually the second fastest speed of all athletes on the field yesterday. So basically, that's they didn't do 40 times or anything like that. That's tracking data, which has become so popular here in modern-day football. Well, Abrams Drain, again, the second-fastest player on the field. That tells me he's probably going to run a pretty good 40-yard dash at the Combine as well. I think there's potential he could easily be a first-rounder, first second, third-rounder at the very least. I think almost because Ennis Rakestraw has been getting so much hype here, in the pre-draft process, I think people have almost forgotten about Chris Abrams' drain a little bit. I think that young man has a bright NFL future as well. And speaking of NFL futures, I continue to think Cody Schrader has one too. I think a lot of people noticed, man, this guy has got some quick feet. Not only that, turned some heads when I think in the in the open field 
basically, you know, figuratively speaking, not literally, thankfully, but he broke the ankles of a defensive lineman in a in a fun Twitter highlight yesterday from the day one practices. You know, I think he got a lot of positive feedback so far. And speaking of positive feedback, well, there were some people with microphones at the senior bowl practices yesterday, of course, and well, we got to hear from Cody Schrader a little bit. He was asked how, how, when you have children, this was specifically the question he was asked, when you have kids in the future, what are you going to tell them about the 2023 season? I thought this was well worth sharing for all of you. Man, it was the greatest time of my life. Yeah. And it might hurt them when I say that, but <laughs> man, to be a Missouri Tiger and to have um, that for the rest of my life and the team that what we accomplished this season um, as an athlete and as a person and you just are going to remember those memories i know as a football player too you're always looking ahead you don't look back very much but i mean your, your journey i mean you've talked about that that a, a, a thousand times you know perhaps uh, but to be at this the bird this next level this next step for you kind of what is that like for you yeah it's an honor um, i know and like i said it's i know what it is and i know the opportunity that it is and I think that's why I'm so focused locked in and I understand it um, this is something I was chasing from a very young age yeah um, and I'm just extremely excited just to keep proving myself um, and hopefully get picked up by a team first of all you just get some incredible accents down in Mobile do you not and that that reporter there certainly an example of just one of the great southern accents I've ever heard in my entire life but more to the point here on Cody Schrader you heard him talk earlier than that just about how he's basically hey I'm a walk-on former walk-on you know I've, I've come a long way but I've been thinking about this this being playing in the NFL since I was a kid and I'm willing to do absolutely whatever it takes whether it's just being on special teams anything absolutely anything to get a spot on a roster and guess what I believe him <laughs> the proof is in the pudding actions speak louder than words at this point I really didn't need to hear it from Cody Schrader but it was fun to hear from it anyway and of course just to hear those words from him about what this season meant to him in 2023 had meant a heck of a lot to me as well not only on a personal level but quite honestly on a, on a professional level too this season has really helped me help this podcast out and really put a charge back into me as well. So thank you to Cody Schrader and everybody who is part of the 2023 20, Mizzou football team for that. And speaking of the great players from that 2023 squad, well, I would be remiss if I didn't point out Javon Foster as well. Missouri starting left tackle last season. He certainly had a lot of really high praise as well that I could find on X and elsewhere throughout social media from the Senior Bowl practices yesterday. And even Darius Robinson and Javon Foster got to go at it a little bit in those practices as well, which was fun to watch, especially considering you know that's not the first time. You know they've gone at it many times in practice over the years as well. So that was pretty fun to see. But anyway... Some other big news, of course, on the football field, more concerning next season 
for your Mizzou football team. Brian Early is your new defensive line coach. Hired from the University of Houston is where Coach Early came from. And I can't exactly tell you that I have a ton of of information on the defensive line coaches throughout college football. But I will say this, it is interesting to note that Corey Batoon, Missouri's newest defensive coordinator, well, he was pretty heavy in his last stop at South Alabama in particular in running a 3-3-5 defense. In other words, three down linemen, three linebackers, and five defensive backs. Well, the question would be, obviously, is that going to remain the same at Missouri? Frankly, I kind of doubt it. I I do not suspect that to be the case. Now, maybe Missouri will throw in some 3-3-5 looks on occasion against certain opponents, against certain special situations. Maybe they feel like on third and long, for example, the 3-3-5 may be a helpful look to be able to throw in occasionally. But I still think that Missouri's base defense next season on your standard down situations will almost certainly be a lot of four down defensive linemen. I think a big part of that, a big part of my guess anyway, and that's all it is at this point is an educated guess, I could be completely wrong. Maybe you'll see the Tigers be a 3-3-5 heavy defense next season. But the reason why I highly doubt that is because Al Davis has had a really good track record so far with taking interior defensive linemen and making them into really good players. One of the reasons you play the 3-3-5 is because, generally speaking, you don't have those type of guys. To me, Missouri has those type of guys. They have a coach who can get them there. To me, four defensive linemen moving forward still makes a lot of sense. And I want to continue down that topic here just a little bit. And, of course, we do have to get to, man, a really ridiculously painful Missouri basketball loss last night. Before before we get there, you know what? we got to talk about FanDuel Sportsbook because it is time to say happy Super Bowl to all you Kansas City Chiefs fans in particular, but to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And frankly, I like to celebrate in front of my projector with a big old plate of nachos. That's what I'm about. And of course, a few wagers over at FanDuel Sportsbook as well. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three, and thank goodness, thank you, FanDuel, for actually giving me those two extra points and causing me to stay away from Missouri against Arkansas yesterday. That would have been an embarrassing loss. But you know what? There's no reason for you to suffer an embarrassing loss. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored in the ball game, and so much more. New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Thanks, as per usual, for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen every day. And for your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 
24-7 streaming channel. That is Locked On Sports Today. And just to put a little button on my talk about the 335, again, the general wisdom, the conventional wisdom is basically a lot of teams play the 335 because, well, athletic, big defensive linemen are in short supply around the country, and most of those guys generally will go to SEC schools like Georgia and Alabama, LSU, and occasionally Missouri as well. Missouri is certainly going to do a lot better in that regard than, say, Bowling Green is, for example. That's why you'll see a lot of teams at the group of five level at lower levels play some 3-3-5. And indeed, actually, we had a long debate in the last couple years on the vaunted and very secretive Mizzou email thread that I'm a part of. One guy who decided to take an exit from the email thread, well, he was right about something. We gave him a lot of crap when Kansas State came in a couple years ago with that 3-3-5 defense in Manhattan. He said, well, this is, you know, this is mid-major kind of ball. This is this is weak sauce playing a 3-3-5. Well, unfortunately, Missouri got shut down that year by said 3-3-5. But the long story is there is some truth to what he was saying. You don't see a lot of SEC teams or even Big 12 teams, for that matter, employing a lot of 3-3-5 defense. It's something you see more commonly the lower you go down levels in college football. So there is some point. There is a point to that. But to to my point, I just think with with Chris McClellan coming in from Florida, various other transfers, and again, I think Coach Al Davis's track record of developing big athletic guys on the inside and making them into productive players on that Missouri defensive line. I think we just trust in that more than trying to say, hey, let's go 3-3-5. And to me, that that mixes up your run fits. If you've been a a 4-2-5 player, a four-down lineman this whole time, I just don't love that for the most part. Again, you want to throw it in on a blitz situation, a third and long, something like that, fine and dandy. But in a base defense where you can face a run or a pass or a play action, basically anything's on the table – in my opinion, stick with the four-down lineman. And now, it's the time of the program where I get to talk about Missouri basketball. Yay! Ah, I gotta remind myself something, folks. The Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, and I am a big Chiefs fan, a huge Patrick Mahomes fan, and yes, I still like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, too. But man, the Tigers, I'm telling you, after I came home yesterday, after the game, I was genuinely bummed out. I just did not see this season coming. And I'm I'm an optimistic type guy. I just don't get negative for, for very long, or at least for long stretches of time. It's just not in my nature. But man, I had finally had it with this basketball team yesterday. That was in a truly embarrassing loss to an Arkansas team that seemed to be in complete disarray coming into the game. And Dennis Gates said yesterday after the game, quote, we came out flat to begin the game, and I take full responsibility for that as a head coach. We cannot come out that flat regardless of what I have to do. I apologize to our crowd for our performance. 
So you know it's bad when the, when the head coach is apologizing to the paying customer. That's not a great not a great sign. And frankly, the two people, well, two of the people, I should say, I attended the game with left at halftime, and I had no counter to them leaving whatsoever. Missouri was down 19 points at the break and really had shown no fight whatsoever. It was basically a layup line throughout the entire first half. And really, one thing I've said is I really haven't questioned Missouri's effort a whole lot this season. I really did question the defensive effort against Seton Hall, against Kansas City. Well, I'm questioning it yesterday as well. I just didn't see a very good defensive effort by many players. And, you know, Tamar Bates after the game, one of the few positives for Missouri on this season He even was talking about how Missouri lost practically every 50-50 ball yesterday, meaning loose balls, rebounds, all that kind of stuff. Well, Bates did end up with 29 points, and unfortunately he did have six turnovers as well, which to me is a sign that really he's probably having to do a little bit more than necessary. Imagine how much better he would look if he had maybe some better teammates around him offensively because right now he's just having to do practically everything offensively with Sean East going into, I shouldn't say a funk, but he certainly isn't off to the torrid pace that he was at earlier this season. And again, I just wasn't prepared for Missouri to look this bad in basketball this season. It wouldn't have shocked me whatsoever if Missouri had taken a step back maybe been on the bubble, maybe on the outside looking in of the NCAA tournament, but the bubble is a distant fantasy at this point. The bubble might as well be Saturn. It's so far away from Missouri's site right now. You would need a telescope to see the bubble at this point. Missouri's best home win, by the way, this season, their best victory at home is against Wichita State the 161st ranked team in the country, according to Ken Palm. They're a similarly, what, they're 8-12, and something like that? Let me check really quickly. 9-12, and excuse me. Yeah, they've hit the skids just about as hard as Missouri has at this point. So nothing to really write home and brag about there. Really, it's road victories against Pittsburgh and Minnesota. Decent Pittsburgh and Minnesota teams, by the way. Unfortunately, that was all the way back in November, and those are only the things that are really propping up Missouri's horrendous 116th national Ken Palm advanced statistical projections right now. It would really be even worse if you just started from December 1st on, Missouri would be borderline top 150. We're talking top 200. It's just been horrendous basketball lately for the Tigers. There's just no other way to look at it. Honestly, at least Missouri had been somewhat competitive lately, but yesterday, that's as bad as it's gotten over the last 10 or 12 years of Missouri basketball. It pains me to say that. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm changing my outlook for the future, but my goodness, there is no way to defend what I saw yesterday on the basketball court. Now, while Missouri was not a good defensive basketball team last year by any stretch of the imagination, in my opinion, they've regressed pretty notably despite what the numbers say. And I think there's a pretty specific reason 
that I can point to for that. And I think it's something Dennis Gates has got to look at for next season, this off season. So I want to tell you all about that right after these quick words. Statistically, at least according to KenPom.com, actually Missouri has improved defensively this season. But I got to be honest, my eyes are telling me something different than that. And I, I do have an explanation for this. I think Missouri, especially last season when Trey Gomillion was healthy, indeed Missouri was never a great defensive team last year, even an above average one. But at least especially when Go Million was healthy, in my opinion, Missouri had the ability to junk it up defensively, could speed up the game, get you in traps, Des Moines Hodge and Go Million out there getting steals, Kobe Brown too, traps and all this stuff, getting the opposition sped up to the point where they'd be running into a lot of charges and all that kind of stuff. Well, again, that was with Go Million, and I think Missouri's defense statistically probably fell off a lot once he was on the bench. That's what I saw, in my opinion. I thought he was a big part of that squad last year. But again, statistically, obviously the offense is the massive drop-off. You went from the ninth best team in the country offensively to 103rd this season. And again, actually, you've improved defensively from 180 last year. So far, you're 146. So again, we're kind of splitting hairs there. Both of them are very, very mediocre at best, both of those defensive numbers. But again, to me, I, I just don't know what this year's version of Missouri's defense does well, other than block shots. They are a good shot-blocking team statistically, and they still have a decent turnover rate in terms of turning over the other team. But at the same time, boy, the, the, all the, that shot blocking, that rim protection, theoretical rim protection anyway, had very little to no effect on Arkansas yesterday, it would seem. And I think one of the big problems for Missouri's defense this year compared to last year anyway is that obviously in college basketball, one thing I got right this season, I got wrong. I thought Missouri was going to be much better than this, and I was completely wrong. One thing I did get right is after about one and a half games, I was going, wait a second, this this game is being called completely differently. What happened to the, the offensive charge call, especially from the secondary defender? Well, that play has basically been taken out of the game. There's exceptions to that if you... If you establish your feet and write a small novel for that period of time, then you can still draw a charge as a secondary defender. But Missouri took a lot of charges last season. Got up on secondary defenders, getting up under under drivers late, and that would result in a lot of takeaways for Missouri. Well, obviously that is no longer an option, and you're just seeing the team, in my opinion, that is still trying to create a lot of havoc by overhelping, lunging for steals, and frankly, they're getting themselves out of position too often. But now those secondary defenders, especially the guards, the wing players, when they rotate over, they're no longer able to take those charges, so there isn't much of a, of a defense there. 
that's I think there's got to be a big adjustment this offseason by Dennis Gates and company. How to play, have a better structure for, to me, half-court basketball, defensive basketball in particular next season in this new world of college officiating that does not appear to be going anywhere. We've seen times where there are points of emphasis early in the season. Well, this isn't just a point of emphasis. This is something that is here to stay. Again, we've seen points of emphasis before, and sometimes they go away. This doesn't seem like this is one of them. And to to another point, this is something I've meant to bring up before, but obviously Missouri's a bad rebounding team this year, but they're actually a fairly tall team, and that's kind of counterintuitive, right? And some people would say that maybe they're just not beefy enough or they're not they're not strong-willed enough or whatever it might be. There's probably some truth to all of those statements, but there's also a lot of truth that when you're constantly trapping and gambling for steals and often overhelping and getting out of position, well, that causes you to be out of position for rebounds as well. A lot of times you beat somebody off the dribble, you split a double team, something like that. Even if you miss the shot, there just aren't enough bodies out there to necessarily clean up the defensive glass and you end up getting crushed by the other team's offensive rebound. So again, for me, if I were the coach of the team, I think Dennis Gates needs to rein in the aggression in terms of defense next year and play just more straight-up defense, dare teams to beat you one-on-one. That would be my preference. But, hey, anyway, thanks for making this show your preference, making it your first listen every day, as always. And, again, for your second listen, definitely check out Locked On Sports today on YouTube for the first-ever sports national 24 7 streaming channel that is locked on sports today on youtube go ahead and subscribe right now and again until next time i'm john miller thanks as always for listening to locked on mizzou